Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Indiana Sports Beat Radio, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Looks over the middle, second guesses, fires, throws, does he make the catch in the end zone? Yes! Touchdown! Hold depot to win Another one! He got Another it! one! All Another one! Huge hole! He's at the 30! He's gonna go! 10-5! Touchdown! Jonathan Taylor! Works down by Burke, bounces into Cody, puts it up, scores! Now, from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, here's your host, Jim Coyle. Hello, everybody. Welcome in Indiana Sports Beat Radio and this Monday. And uh, no better way to start than with, of course, the voice of the Hoosiers, Don Fisher. Charlie Miller will be joining us shortly, but uh, Don's with us now. Don, how are you, sir? I'm as well as I can be. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, going back to this weekend, unfortunately, uh, Indiana had an, another opportunity, golden opportunity, to knock off a top 10 team and just cannot get over the hump, uh, Don. And, of course, we've got to start with the offensive line, I'm sure. Well, let's face facts here, and I've talked about this ad nauseum this year. Um, The question on Indiana's football team offensively is the offensive line. Uh, Again on Saturday, uh, they did not get the job done. They couldn't run the football at all. Um, The only way they could run it is if it was a scramble from Jack Tuttle. Um, Stephen Carr had no holes to run through. Uh, The passing game suffered on Saturday as well because they couldn't block Michigan State well enough to give Jack Tuttle much passing time, uh, much time to throw the football. We had a drop or two again uh, by the receiving core. But it was the offensive line and their inability to block anybody uh, that kept Indiana from winning this football game on Saturday. And I will grant you that Jack Tuttle threw two interceptions. He didn't play his best football, but he was under pressure the entire day. Um, there was simply not enough time to throw it and they couldn't open a hole to run it. Therefore you get beat 20 to 15 on a day when your defense again carries the load. Yeah. It's watching that game. It just, I hate, you, you feel so much for the defense because not they're not just doing a good job. They're doing a tremendous job. And in any other scenario, just a semi-average offense, they beat both Cincinnati and Michigan State, both top right. 10 teams, because I think that they're defensively they're better than both of those teams, obviously. And to just be missing that one little piece, but, man, that's gigantic. And it's – I said before this week or last week, that's not a must-win, but it was really close. Now, from now on, they're all must-wins uh, for these teams to get to bowl eligibility. Yeah, I mean, let's face facts here. This football team has something to fix, and I don't know if it's fixable. And again, I'm talking about the offensive line. Um, it, it's the, the and, and I, I can't quite figure it out either, primarily because you only really had, you only really lost one starter from a year ago at Harry Kreider. Everybody else on this offensive line that's starting right now played last year, 
either as a starter or a guy that came off the bench and played lots of lots of snaps. So where is the problem? Why hasn't this team or this offensive line gotten better rather than have gotten worse? And again, I, I can't answer that question. Uh, is it coaching? Is it the lack of, uh, is it a team? What was last year's team a total anomaly in the sense of uh, being able to win football games um, and, and being able to score points? Um, I, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't know where the problems lie totally. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are upset with the play calling. Um, Nick Sheridan's getting his share of uh, comments now negatively um, as the offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's the issue. I I was going to say, I agree with you. It's the execution of the offense. And and, and the, uh, the offense cannot perform if they don't have time or holes to run through. It's just that simple. And, um, I don't know where else we can look because the defense has done everything you could expect of them. The only thing that they haven't done a great deal of, like they did a year ago, was force a lot of turnovers um, and that type of thing. But the defense is holding up. They've stopped a lot of the big plays that other teams last year were able to get against Indiana, so they've they've held up in that regard. The, the defense is playing terrific. I mean, Mike McFadden, is just an animal out there, a beast. I mean, he is so hard to contain, and and he is so quick to the football. Cam Jones, the same way. Uh, The defensive line is playing better than they have in several years, in my opinion. Um, They're forcing other quarterbacks uh, to not have as much time to throw the football, and they're definitely stopping the run game for other teams at this point. So you're getting everything you need from one side of the football and pretty much nothing of what you need from the other side. And right now, that's killing this football team. Hey, Charlie. Charlie Miller joining us. Uh, I absolutely agree, Don, because when people start talking about play calling, I'm like, you know what? If if the plays were working, no one would be complaining. And the reason they're not working is because of the offensive line not making them work. So I I agree with you. I I don't think it's necessarily the play calling. I mean, there may have been a couple times, but there's always going to be a couple times where you're going to wish that call was back because it was bad. But overall, it's I agree. I don't know how you fix a problem where you have – Indiana had 16 returning starters overall. I think nine of them were on offense. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, most of those were on the O-line. And I don't know how they have gotten – in the beginning of the game, it seemed like they were getting some holes open for Stephen Carr. But then it just closed. Either Michigan State made some great adjustments or the O-line just folded and just could not hold up through fatigue or whatever it is. But not getting the job done, and I don't know how you beat anyone. You've got a, a Purdue that just beat uh, an Iowa team <laughs> in Iowa. So uh, it's, it's looking very scary. Now we have Ohio State coming in. So, man, they've got a lot of things to fix in a hurry. Well, let's, uh, let's let Charlie fix it for us. Charlie, uh, you're a basketball guy, but – Obviously, football stuff that we're talking about hasn't worked, so maybe, Charlie, you could bring in some basketball philosophy here that can turn things around for this football team. He is the Zen master. Well, I tell you what, I always think about you, Don, and I'm serious. Like, I feel sorry for you, man. Like, like I don't even have to think about it. I feel sorry for you. Because it's been been about 20-plus years of suffering, man. Yeah, I can only imagine what you go through from Monday through Friday. And when you see those plays happen, here we go again. You do your best at painting that picture <laughs> in an optimistic way. 
But well, I, let me tell you something, Charlie. I missed calling a field goal properly in Saturday's ball game because I was wishing it in to the in through the uprights and it did not. Get there. And I get it. And and that's the and that's the you know the, the silver lining I have is just more so over the history of what we've done football wise. There's been a lot of individual pieces that have represented well in the NFL. Um, defensively. We're talking about defense. I mean, you go out of Wale, um, you know, back really in the yeah. You've had a lot of players. Uh, um, can't think of his name. He played cornerback for a while for the uh, uh, um, Lions. But nevertheless, this, I mean, offensively, you, you just can't score points. We can't score. Like, and, and that's a big deal when you're scrambling. You know, yeah, you know, Jack Tuttle has played three games, started three games, not enough body of work. Not enough body of work. I don't care who you are. Right. That's just not enough body of work. That's going to take time. But you don't have the time because you're not – we're not in the business of college athletes as moral victories. I think that was two years ago, especially last year during the COVID season. Right. Who knows what's going on with other programs? I mean, you know, you might have taken advantage of some things. But you don't – moral victories won't work now at this level. It's kind of tough. So you got to figure something out offensively, because that's just—I mean, because you dominate. First of all, I look at time possession; you dominate it. First downs, you dominate it. Um, you dominate every, every category. Said we can't score to turnovers. That's because you're running for his, the quarterback is running for his life. Right. And then right. Don, there's a, even and when the quarterbacks are able to get some good throws out, we've seen so many drops this year. Right, Ty right? Freifogel and guys like it. Now they lose DJ Matthews. That's been a tremendous hit, and yes, probably more so than anyone expected it to be. Um, but yeah, you've got that. But Ty Freifogel, I don't want to just point him out, but there's been too many drops, uh, balls that should have been caught. Well, Freifogel had another drop or two. Uh, you could argue that he had two drops in this ball game. Uh, and Ty last year was the receiver of the year in the Big Ten. But he has really struggled this year. And here's the other aspect. There's no separation. These receivers have not created separation hardly at all this year. Uh, so speed is a factor there with the receiving core. Um, I, I still, the one thing that I would argue that you could criticize the offensive coordinator for is we don't throw to the tight ends enough. I, I think, and we talk about A.J. Barner, they talk about him all the time being uh, uh, just a, a tremendous athlete, uh, a guy that can do crazy things. They don't ever throw it to him. I mean, he's he, he hardly played Saturday. Um, why he was not in the ballgame some. Pey- Peyton Hendershot is probably your most reliable receiver that you've had on the field this year, uh, and he's a big, strong kid, and he can make plays after uh, he catches the football, and, and we're not going to him nearly as much as I think we need to. Uh, we, I don't see screen passes very often. I mean, uh, there's just some things that we just don't do offensively that to the untrained eye, and trust me, I'm not an X and O guy, so I'm not sitting here uh, saying that there's there, there may be a reason why we don't throw screens a little bit more or why we don't go to the tight end more. I don't know what those answers are. All I can tell you is what I see. And what I see right now is an offensive line that's not blocking well enough, not protecting the quarterback well enough, uh, that's putting way too much pressure, especially on Jack Tuttle, who hasn't had, as Charlie points out, that much opportunity to hone his game as a starter. 
Um, at this point, uh, I don't see anything that's going to help this football team on the offensive side of the ball unless they change something, and I don't know what that would be. You know, I, I want to say I'm, this real quick. Go ahead, Charlie. You know, my like you. So, no. so that's another key point that I didn't think about when I was when I was speaking. I I'm almost certain. I mean, again, I'm not a trainer either in, in uh, football, but I'm almost certain routes are ran differently when you're not getting that ball consistently. There's a little letdown personally when you're not touching that ball, and you and it's almost like a I'm running this route as hard as I can. So I'm not questioning the heart, but you can almost wonder. You know, it's okay. Hey man, take their sense. heart. Take their heart from the jump. They're not going to run the routes clean. They're not going to be sharp. We're going to pressure. We're going to put eight in the box. We're not going. So so it's like now you got the defense, the offensive line not playing well. That might also be a factor. You know, how do if we are all the all the wide receivers creating separation because they're not getting the the, the basketball the football consistently? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. But go ahead, Don. You got a point. Well, look, I don't know that we can fix this. That's right. that's the biggest issue. And now you're playing another top ten team in Ohio State Saturday. Yeah. Wow. You've got uh, Michigan coming up, another top ten team wow. in a couple of weeks after that. Uh, you got Maryland and Rutgers, both improved football teams. They've been taking their lumps here of late as well. But there are two there are two winnable football games. And now you got a Purdue team that just knocked off the Iowa Hawkeyes, the number two team in the country with a tremendous defensive show in that ball game. Um, they, they played the kind of defense that Indiana In Iowa played. City, no less. Yeah, and did it in Iowa City. But here's the other thing. I mean, I don't care what Purdue does the rest of the year, but if you've got David Bell on your roster, you've got something special. And that kid is just absolutely a tremendous football player. He is the heart and soul of that Purdue football team on the offensive side of the ball. I don't care where you throw it to him. He's got a chance to make a play with it. And and he's done that since he's been there. He's a junior this year. He's got to go to the NFL, doesn't he? I mean, I hope he goes to the NFL because he is, he's been tremendous. But, but long story short, Indiana's schedule is so difficult. It doesn't matter who they play. Yes, and you're getting, you're getting to the point of the season after six games, you're halfway through and you're two and four. The heart of this team is now a question mark. Can this team continue to be uh, to live up to the culture that Tom Allen has built there with the LEO and and the love each other that kind of thing? Is there doubt in these kids' minds? You got a bunch of transfer portal guys that came in. They were expecting to be a part of something special here. Uh, where are they at now mentally? Uh, all of these things play into what we're looking at with this Indiana football team at this point. And I'm afraid that this program's in a little trouble at this juncture. Can they turn it around? They have an opportunity, but they're going to have to start playing a great deal better on the offensive side of the ball to have any chance to do so. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, and so we don't uh, just have a, a bad conversation all day. Uh, what, you've got basketball not quite here, Don, but have you been to any practices or been any, anything like that? Yep, I've, I've been to uh, practice a week here in the last two or three weeks now. I've seen him practice for about two hours in each of those scenarios. Um, I, I've been very impressed with Mike Woodson. Uh, oh, yeah. Mike, Mike has done a terrific job of getting these kids to buy into what he's teaching. Right now, I think there's a lot of emphasis on the offensive side, learning the offense that Mike wants to play. 
I've heard Rob Fennessy and guys like that talk about they feel like uh, they feel like there's more opportunity in this offense that Mike is installing to do more things, giving them more freedom to do things. Um, it's going to be very interesting to watch this basketball team progress this year and see how they handle adversity, see how they deal with the, the positiveness that can that has been ongoing for this team because since Mike has come, there's been nothing but positive things said. They're going to have some adversity at some point down the road. We'll see how they handle that and see how Mike handles it from a coaching perspective. Uh, all of this is going to be new this year. Uh, they'll have their bumps. They're going to have bumps in the road like everybody does. Uh, they're going to lose a game or two that they should have won. Uh, they're going to have opportunities to knock off some people, and I think they're going to be capable of doing that. Uh, the talent is good. I don't know if it's great. I do think the talent is better than it was a year ago with the transfer portal and Tremar Bates, a true freshman that's come in. I think this kid's going to be special. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries, though, a lot of ankle uh, sprained ankles and that type of thing. Uh, so you haven't seen everybody at the same time practicing. Um, Trey Galloway's been dealing with an issue. Uh, I saw uh, Christian Lander's been dealing with an issue. Yeah, boot. Um, uh, uh, Jordan Geronimo had uh, an ankle issue at one point. They, they've had all different kinds of not bad injuries, just injuries that haven't allowed guys to practice as much or to be a part of practice as much as they would like. And the big seven-footer from South Florida, um, Michael Durer, I think if he can get healthy, and he's not really been healthy much of this early part of the practice sessions, uh, if he can get healthy, he's really going to help this team because he is more athletic than I anticipated him being. Um, he, he's got a great attitude. Uh, he's strong. So he's got a chance to be a special player, and he's got two years of uh, eligibility uh, with his program. So I I'm really excited about him uh, being a part of this team. And, of course, Miller Cop can shoot it. Parker Stewart can shoot it. So they've added shooters to their team as well. It's going to be interesting. Going to look forward to it. Also back again this week at Southern Stone on Wednesday, or Southern Stone Restaurant Wednesday yep. night for the uh, coaches show. Yep. Uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting to hear Tom talk about uh, this past week because – Honestly, uh, there was uh, his post game press conference was interesting to say the least. He was not a happy camper on Saturday, um, as you would expect. Um, and I think he anticipated that this would be a much better performance by the offense than it was. So I'm going to be interested to hear what he's got to say and how things are going to change. We'll we'll sign we'll find out some of that here today at the press conference. Absolutely, and we'll see you there, Don, and then uh, on Wednesday as well. Make sure you tune in to the Coaches Show uh, for Don and uh, Coach Allen on Wednesday where you can catch that on all the stations where you catch the, uh, the football games. Right, Don, on the Indiana Football Network? Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. See ya. See you, Don. Thank right, you. Don. Don Fisher, join us. We'll be back with more right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Whether it's a celebration or just a relaxing night away from the kitchen, don't make the same old choices. Try something fresh and new. Southern Stone Restaurant at Rogers and Patterson in Bloomington is open for lunch and dinner. Southern Stone offers comfort food with Southern charm. You can sit on the outdoor patio or the spacious inside seating, knowledgeable bartenders with classic drinks, and you can catch the IU basketball and football coaches shows at Southern Stone Restaurant each week. Southern Stone Restaurant, located at Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington. 
If you're in the market for a new Honda, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington has the deals for you. How about a brand new 2021 or 2022 Honda Pilot? All the trims for 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Or how about a brand new 2021 Honda Passport? Also 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with the family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Sam's Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Sam's Restaurant in Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Sam's Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Sam's Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Sam's Clubhouse. Sam's Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. The Hoosier.com is where you'll find complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers as well as coverage of the Big Ten. Simply go to the Hoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also catch Indiana Sports Beat Radio there each day at your convenience, or you can find it in any place you podcast or on this station each weekday. If we're not on the station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. This segment is brought to you by AAA Insurance. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurants. Welcome back. Hope you're having a good Monday. Jim Coyle, Charlie Miller here. John, the producer. Don't forget, hey, we all need insurance. And uh, whether it's for home, auto, life, our friends at AAA Insurance in Southwest Indiana, Southern Illinois, got you taken care of. If you're down in that area, reach out to them. 812-477-9966. That's 812-477-9966. Reach out to AAA. I saw a commercial theirs even last night. I forget what it was. It was ironic, but uh, very timely. How was your weekend, Charlie? Man, it was a long one. I was on the court Saturday and Sunday from like 9 in the morning to 9.30 at night. And first of all, let me say, I want to not interrupt you, but I don't want to forget. Yeah. Last week, coming on, after getting home at 3 a.m., yeah. I, I just want to salute you and tell you how much I, I appreciate you. And uh, that that was incredible. And that's 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 yeoman's man. That's uh, you, you're the you're the man, is all I can say. Well, thank I you mean, so much. I, I appreciate it, but that's why you go play at places like Indiana for the people we play with. 
play for because that's what it's about, right? I mean, I could take you back to, you know, you 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 know, you just got you just got a just lost, just lost a game by 10, 12, whatever it might have been. You get back to the the assembly hall from a plane ride or or a bus ride, and you got you know you expect to be at class eight o'clock in the morning, and um, you're held accountable, right? So I, I I can't just talk this talk of you know the holistic development, man. You gotta walk it. Who cares what you, time I get home? It is what it is. Man. You got to commit. You got to make it right. You just said the key word, commitment, man. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that to me is my. I don't. I don't like. I don't take away what people say. Buy in. I don't take that away because like buy in. You got to kind of influence me. But like when I'm when I'm man, it's like a marriage, bro. It's like a hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's no fifty fifty. You're hundred percent. You ask me to be a part of this show. I'm gonna do my best to be a part of this show. There's man, no I'm just, a, when I it's can. Amazing, I'm a, though, yeah, no, man. So many people in life. Um, that's that's why Charlie is who he is, and it's not. It's it is sincere. It is genuine. Like Verdell, like Verdell's on all that sincerity, man. It's 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 incredible to to be able to witness it up close. I mean, I I like to think that I'm sincere, but these guys are. Dead on every. It's just. It's not even a possible to go a different way, and it's. But just want to salute you for it, man. I appreciate you. No, that's man, why I you're able to that. teach those kids. That's why you're well, able to do what you do. And, and you said it right. So you know, it's then it becomes impact, right? I mean, that's what it's about, right? And and I even said yesterday, man, I was dog tired Saturday and Sunday, and I told my oh, players, yeah. I don't have it. I don't have it today. Like I'm just telling you, like I'm. And and I years past I would never say that because you know you got that performance you always want to show man I don't have it today you know these are one of these days you got to pick me up let's get after it. we're gonna get better we're gonna learn from this and and that's just passing that torch on man that's what it's about appreciate you Robert the Truth Carter's always send money and some food <laughs> he cracks me up man. That's Big game last night uh, was it Pittsburgh. Yeah, I can't wait till uh, Mike DeCourcy's on tomorrow. I, I the Steelers and the uh, Seahawks. Man, they're going back and forth. I thought the Steelers were going to get screwed out of that game, but they uh, managed to to pull it off. So a uh, big win. How about the Colts? They get a big win. Uh, that was that was gigantic. I don't know if you got to watch any football yesterday. I didn't. Get no, to I did. But you know, I mean, I'm in Cowboy Country, so you know, it, it's you know, that was a big you, win. That's a big win, you know. I watched the highlights, all, all that, and you know, and the but you know, cowboy fans are similar to our football fans because when we're up, boy, cowboy, you would think. I mean, they're ready for a Super Bowl, and uh, we're winning tight games, and you know, so it's a. But they're playing well. They're, they got, they got, they got a buzz going, and it's always vibrant in the city when they're playing well and the Mavs are playing well. Um, you know, unfortunately, the SMUs of the world, the Southern Methodists, they're doing well too, football wise. Um, they just kind of get overshadowed a little bit. But uh, you got a little buzz going with the Cowboy Nation in Dallas right now. I always forget we um, we start early with Don, and I always forget now we haven't given the lineup. But uh, we've got a lot going on today besides Charlie's with us Good. already. We've already had Don. Yeah. Josh Hoover is going to join us uh, in the second hour, I believe. Uh, he's the quarterback, committed. From Rockwall, Texas, Rockwall, Indiana, Rockwall yeah, he, yeah. High School. Yeah, um, man, he's he's still rolling. They they had a I think they had a bye week this weekend because he was in Bloomington for a visit. So we will get to talk Good. to him and see how that went. 
looking forward to that. Uh, he's he's tearing it up down there, Charlie. He yeah. is like the. I mean, he's in your neck of the woods. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, about 30, 45, 45 minutes away. But yeah, but I'm very familiar with Rockwall Heath area. Crazy. He's thrown for, he, he's averaging about 300 yards a game. I think it's 21 touchdowns and two interceptions, uh, around 64% completion. He's just, he's special. I, I really, really like him, but can't wait to, he's coming up early. I know that. Right. He's going to be here at mid semester. So it's going to be interesting. When you get up here, because Michael Penix has eligibility left, Jack Tuttle, um, uh, is the other kid I can't forget who had a knee injury. Uh, then you've got uh, Donovan McCulley, and then you'll have uh, Josh. So they're going to have five quarterbacks. Um, somebody will end up probably moving on, I would guess. That but that's what you need. I think at, this, at, at the collegiate level, professional level, you need – Healthy competition, right? Because it's not going to be you're going to get everyone's going to equal snaps. It's part you of what happened with the basketball team last year. They did not have any of that. Because, exactly right. The lineup, the lineup, not changing. You, know, you got your rotations, and then teams figure that out. All you, it's easy to scout the game plan for you. So I, I feel a resurgence can come. Not to jump the guns, you know. Football still has uh, some games left, but. You know, you, you need healthy competition, you know, at the, at the collegiate level, man, to really push each other and to help each other get better. Baseball, I didn't even catch up with baseball, John, the producer. Where are we with baseball now? Who's winning? Uh, man, we're you're still asking in the, the wrong uh, dude. I didn't see any baseball yeah. this weekend. Nobody cares. That's all right. <laughs> hey, but we did hear from Tom Allen uh, talking after the game, and he's, of course he's not, like as Don said, he, he's not happy, but – Neither are a lot of fans. I mean, I understand he's getting he, – he got all the accolades last year. That's, and that's got to be hard for him because last year took the, the program to heights it has not seen. Right. Sometimes points never seen. He has the big raise. And then that puts a lot of pressure on you. So now sure. things are not going well. And while we kind of know what the problem is, it's not the head coach, but the head coach is the guy who – puts these people in position and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, it falls on him. So a lot more pressure started falling on Tom Allen, but let's hear what he had to say. Uh, John, what, what is this clip about? Is this the uh, an opening clip? Man, I should just keep my mic on. Yeah. It's his first, it's his first question. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I just feel, you know, just still, I mean, you got to evaluate, why we're not executing those critical situations. You know, you feel good about certain things coming off the bye week, which I did. Um, but uh, continued to be the same issues, you know, as far as not finishing drives in the red zone, um, moving the football, but not, you know, getting the touchdowns, you know. And if you know eventually that can be the difference and you lose the game by five points and you give up a pick six, you know, uh, which is just can't happen. I mean... I didn't hear any of that. Did you hear any of that, Charlie? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. good. I didn't get to hear it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, and, and I, I kind of, you know, again, I share the same sentiments. You're moving the football. You look at the stats. You're dominating the stats. The first downs, time of possessions, can't score. Right? You can't score. And and I think just he talked about it's kind of frustrating. 
And I feel that frustration is you got to think coming off a bye week, the things they worked on, there might have been an expectation, and it did not get met. No, I uh, did not get I, met. I was looking through their stats. I think it was for whenever it was a couple of days ago, and I'm going through, and and then I, I uh, noticed once you get to a third and four or more. They're not mm. very good. It's not. It's yeah. not good for the offense. And I mean, it's that. Yeah. It has to be third and three or less for them to have much success. It's like third and three and a half, even from third three and a half on. They're terrible on third down conversion. So now, so you just bring up a great point, and people scout that. They aren't. They know that. Teams know that, and and, and I'm more than certain that we could probably. Venture a guess that third and fourth, they probably probably have more than half of those plays are probably passing plays. I'm more than certain those. But and again, we're going to just let you get two yards. We're going to let you dink and dunk. We're not going to let you get those. We're not going to let you convert, right? And I think that's a big deal because I think in the NFL they said if you get seven first downs, you get seven first down possession. It's like it's like almost an eighty percent chance of you scoring. You gotta get for you gotta convert those third and fours, man. You gotta convert those. Gotta figure something out. The sad thing is, though, they dominated Michigan State statistically up and down the field. The defense was, oh my gosh, it's tremendous how they played. Um, again, golly, you gotta feel for yeah. them. You go out there and just, I can't even equate it to. Another sport, I mean, really, when you've got two different groups like that, we're just killing it on one side. And all they need is just a little help, just a little bit of help to get over. Just a little help. They beat Cincinnati and Michigan State, both teams that are in the top ten. Cincinnati's in the top five. Um, It's mind-boggling. It really, really is to be able to play that closely to those teams but know that, man – they were terrible on offense, and they were still that close. So that tells you well, how good that defense is. That That's true. And another thing that's mind-boggling, if you look at this on the flip side, and let's be positive, what if we are only at two losses at this juncture? They could be – Indiana could be a top-10 team because look at everybody that you've played against that's in the top-10. You, I mean, because Cincinnati right now has the opportunity to be, top, be number two, right? Is that about yep. right? Yep. I mean, you. I mean, literally on the flip side of this, and I'm not. Again, this is a big what if, but I think that might also be a part of that frustration. You win, you win three more games. You're talking about going from 17 beginning of the season to really being like high bowl eligible, like really high. It's not because again. Not like you're losing all these games outside of Penn State by a lot of uh, by a lot of margin, but um, you're not that far off. I just don't know if it's going to be this year. I'm not trying to, you know. I just don't know. I, I think this year is going to be a learning lesson. I j- I'm not going to give up on it, but I don't know, man. I just don't know what you're not being able to score points like that offensively, and, and the turnovers that come at a, at a timely time hurt you. Uh, I just don't know if this is the year to really say this is the bounce back. You have consistently played for football. Yeah, let's see. What else happened uh, in the Big Ten over this weekend? Get those scores up there. Purdue, but that's the first thing i got to talk about. That They go in 
when we talked about a little bit with Don, but they go to Iowa City and not just beat Iowa, they put a hammering on them. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, Iowa's offense was not that great. That's why if Indiana could have played well in that game, they could have beat Iowa. I mean, I know everybody's going to think I'm crazy, but no, if you have an offense that, that plays well like Purdue does, well, you're going you, to – Indiana could have beat – that's another team they, they could have beat had they had an offense because that's what Purdue right. is all about, offense. But I, their defense stood up. But, again, um, it, it's just – it's it's hard to watch them go through that. But it is what it is. And now you've got Ohio State coming in. Uh, so you've got to wash that. So now you've got to wash that tough loss and think that, okay, well, we just – Played a top 10 team. Well, here comes another one, Ohio State, right at us again. So how do you, Charlie, you, you get through these losses that you know you could have won, and now you've got yeah. now you got Mike Tyson next week. Yeah. And that's the thing. You you have to watch it. You can't, you know, you know, you gotta think game Saturday off Sunday might be a light film study, maybe a total day off due, due to compliance as far as players getting a day off of rest. Uh, away from the football field uh, meetings. So you got to think today, uh, or film has been sent probably to those guys to watch, to get ready to prepare, right? It's kind of like, you know, quick turnaround to get ready for Michigan and and what they're going to bring. And um, you you just can't really let, you can't really, you can't let the remnants of what you did that following week continue. You have to move on. As tough as it may be as a layperson, as tough as it may be, as an organization, you have to continue to move on and look forward to this next game. Got to well, think right next now, next game, best game. Well, right now we look at the uh, standings, and ironically, Michigan State sitting atop of the Big Ten East along with Michigan. Both of those teams are undefeated, undefeated. Um, yeah. period, and in conference play. Michigan State 4-0 in conference, 7-0 overall. A, a team Indiana should have beat, could have, no, could have beat easily. Not easily. They could have won that game. Uh, there's Michigan that they haven't played yet. Uh, Penn State is 2-1. and one, So, Indiana sets 0-3 in uh, conference. No, what is the 0-3? I don't know what that's for, but 2-4 and four in conference play. Um, not where we thought that they would be. And now you've got that pressure coming because uh, Ohio State is obviously not expected to be a win. But after that, every game you play at the end of the year, Purdue, Minnesota, Rutgers, and and Rutger, uh, Maryland, Maryland, they have to win those four games. Have to win those four games. There's no – you have to win those to get to bowl eligibility. That's what it's going to come down to. The Purdue game, if they can win those other ones, will come down to bowl eligibility at Purdue, no less. Yeah, they need to win. Right, I mean, I, I'm good with the bowl, but they need to, they they need to win really for their own sake. I think their own sanity. Because um, if they don't, I I see. I mean, you got to think about some major changes at, uh, you know, coordinators' positions. You got to think about some things. I mean, players, they need to win. Like this would be a huge win if we can come up with a win against Michigan. No, it's not expected. Might be a good thing. Stop reading the hype, right? 
we got to get to a break here in a second, but Ed asked, what about the clock management? Uh, and so we'll get to some of these when we come back uh, from a break. Indian, Indian Sports Beat Radio, brought to you by the great folks at AAA Insurance. Make sure you check them out if you're in southwest Indiana, southern Illinois, down that Evansville area. Be insured by someone you know. 812-477-9966. That's 812-477-9966. Support those who support us bringing this content to you guys. We're back with more right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Hey, we all need insurance, whether it's auto, home, renters, or life insurance, and you need to be insured by someone who cares about you. For those of you in the Southwest, Indiana, Evansville, and Southern Illinois areas, make sure to reach out to our friends at AAA Insurance today for your auto, home, life, and renters insurance needs. You can reach AAA Insurance at 812-477-9966. That's 812-477-9966. AAA Insurance, be covered by someone who cares about you. The baseball season is entering the home stretch of the College and Pro Football seasons are ready for kickoff. Leroy's Tavern has every big game with the MLB and NFL ticket on any one of their many flat screen televisions throughout the bar. Watch every game and enjoy $1 Bush Light beer on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday throughout the season. Daily lunch specials are just $5, and that includes a sandwich, chips, and a non-alcoholic drink from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. Leroy's Tavern, a West Side tradition at 2659 Mount Vernon Avenue. Whether it's a celebration or just a relaxing night away from the kitchen, don't make the same old choices. Try something fresh and new. Southern Stone Restaurant at Rogers and Patterson in Bloomington is open for lunch and dinner. Southern Stone offers comfort food with Southern charm. You can sit on the outdoor patio or the spacious inside seating, knowledgeable bartenders with classic drinks, and you can catch the IU basketball and football coaches shows at Southern Stone Restaurant each week. Southern Stone Restaurant, located at Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington. You've always been there for me. You helped me count pennies from my piggy bank. You helped me pick out my first car and helped me buy my dream home. And I know you'll continue to be there for whatever my future holds because you're my BFF, banking friends forever. Right now, get free checking with online banking and all the products of big city banks with hometown service. With First Federal, you can do that. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndieHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndieHomePros.com. If you're in the market for a new Honda, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington has the deals for you. How about a brand new 2021 or 2022 Honda Pilot? All the trims for 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Or how about a brand new 2021 Honda Passport? Also 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by Remax Advanced Realty, Indie Home Pros team by Cheryl Sizemore. 
Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coy. Presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Welcome back on this Monday. Hope your day is getting off to a uh, good start. We've talked to Don Fisher already. Charlie Miller's with us. We've got uh, more coming for you. But uh, right, I just thought of all this stuff we're talking about. Reminds me of a certain clip. Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What do you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way. No, we. You know, I mean, we, we just uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like us? We played them the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> I just love that. But he's, he's a, that was, that's one of the most famous rants in all of sports. Oh, I got to stop that. My bad. Stop. Can't stop. But that's one of the most famous rants in sports because um, uh, um, what's his uh, tag on it? Allen Iverson's wasn't a rant, really. Eh, his I wouldn't call his a rant. His was a like, are you serious kind of a deal? But yeah. both of those are two of the most famous uh, clips, sound clips uh, in sports. But You got Jim Moore too, right? With Jim Moore. Yeah, I forgot about that one, man. Those those, those three, I mean, you could sum up. It's amazing that you could take three clips, two of which you can describe in one word, and the other one you can say a a phrase and you know exactly what you're talking about. Where it came from. They were were who we thought they were. Oh, yeah, Dennis Green. Practice? Oh, yeah, Allen Iverson. Playoffs? Talking about it's so, it's hilarious. And every one of those clips are how old? I mean, 20 plus years old. You got it. At least. At least 20. Yeah, at least 20. We don't have characters like that anymore, man. Well, Nick Saban, I I like, you know, because what Nick Nick would do, Nick would go in a whole other direction. You'll ask him about, hey, how's your defense (laughs) doing? Hey, you you guys won, you know, you guys won handily, you know, how you keep motivated. He'll go in a whole other direction. That, and I, I think it's really the throw off, you know, the media, you know, but he'll go a whole other direction. And, and talk about something that has nothing to do with anything other than really life. Um, so he he's pretty he's pretty quick with it. Uh, Coach Nick Saban's pretty quick with it. Oh yeah, he's he's not because he's not that bad in those Aflac commercials, right? He's got he got Dion with him now too, right? Uh, right, right. Or um, man, I have to see if uh, Derek Jackson is down in Florida now, but he friend of the show. I think he's, he's, he's beginning to co-host now on the Wednesdays, but a former football player at Indiana under the Bill Mallory okay. era, but he played high school with uh, Dion. Okay. So that's oh, a that's good deal. that would be bad. Damn. That'd be great. Yeah. I meant to get Dane on and I forgot, forgot to set that up, but my bad, we'll get him on next week. Um, We'll see about that. Let's see. Tennessee. Robert asks, what about basketball game with Cincinnati? I think is that that's one of the uh, secret scrimmages. Yeah, it got canceled. Uh, it, it got canceled due to too many, what, what Don talked about, too many like minor injuries, and I think they want to be more precautionary. And I end up, I, I think, and it's interesting because Cincinnati ended up playing against Detroit yesterday. 
So I'm going to check in with Coach Mike Davis to see if that happened, to see, get an update if, if he's open to sharing, what, you know, how they how they look. But, yeah, so Cincinnati, uh, what happened with IU. You could, and you could have cool. Coach back on the show. He's been on. Yeah, by all means. Had him on with uh, John Leskowski and, um, um, oh, gosh, dang it, the, um, the coach down at F. Oh, Dusty. Dusty May. Dusty May, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, you, yeah. were you on that day? I was not. No, okay, I, I spoke remember. to Dusty about two weeks ago, actually, just on a quick my high school coach. You know what? I need to get my high school coach on this on, on this coach because he's a he's a character. Oh my god, he's a character. His name we'll is take Charlie. All characters. Yeah, he's a character, man. And actually There's no way um, if your name's Charlie, you cannot be a character. Because you man, started listen. everybody started the original character is Charlie Brown, who wasn't right. legit character. So and, and and I gotta tell you the honest truth. My mother's maiden name is Brown. Oh man, that would have been close, man. You're been, lucky. You're lucky. It'd huh? have been it'd have been something else. It'd have been a wonk, 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 right? Oh man. Um, right? But no, seriously, my mom's mother's name is Brown. But funny story, I talked to Dusty a couple weeks ago. He's the head coach at Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton, Florida. And and Dusty, hey Charlie, how you doing? How you been back yet? You know, no, I look forward to you know seeing those everybody what's going on, a good buzz. He said, man, um, Coach Funk is, is hilarious, man. I, he said, we're about to take the court. We're about to play five minutes. The game, five minutes left before the game starts. He's calling, he's trying to call you so he, so you can say hi to me. I'm like, Coach Funk, what, where are you coming? Literally, here's a head coach getting ready for his game, but my high school coach is trying to get his attention to co- talk to me on the phone for a couple seconds. Come on, like, come on, Coach. We, that can wait till later. But, you know, it's like once you feel you got that loyalty or that prestige, man, you always feel like you got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else went on? I see somebody put in some comments up that um, – where did I miss one? Cincinnati was – or no, Tennessee fans throwing trash on the field. Uh, what was that about? Mm. Volunteer fans Lane out Kiffin. this weekend. Assume yeah, Lane fine. Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, they, they – they won uh, in a last second. You know, Elaine Kiffin had some bad blood with Tennessee when he left. Um, and the student. Where does student he not have They looking to rush the field. Yeah. They, but, you know, he, they, they, uh, they, they looked to rush the field. They were throwing water bottles. They were throwing all kinds of objects. Uh, amazing, man. That was a spectacle to see. Now, was that before the game? That was after, kind of like about 54 seconds left. They had to delay the end of the game because literally the student section, everybody's trying to run on the, on the field, right? So you see police are surrounding, uh, making sure no one gets close to them. And then, uh, I mean, they were literally throwing all kind of objects out. on the. John, if you can get that clip, that would be, be pretty much amazing to watch, man. Just, um, just wow. Uh, there's one on ESPN that I just saw. They were talking to him, so he and he pulled. He he held up a a little yellow ball. I don't know if that's what a ball or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like a golf ball. Yeah, that's what I was trying to see it. Now, if that's yeah. if that's what that is, that is. Wow, no, they were throwing all kind of stuff, dude. Yeah. Dude's got a golf ball. Yeah, I hope he can pull that clip up, John. I'm on just on ESPN looking at it, but yeah, um. That's like a 54 second clip, I believe, on YouTube. You might be able to pull up. Um, that, yeah, but I mean, it was. Now, see that? I don't care who you are. I, I don't care what. That is whoever that person is that threw that golf ball. 
they need to be they need to let somebody stand up and take a driver and drive man. right into their wow is but because that tough, hurts man. you you hit somebody with a golf ball that's thrown from the stands picking up velocity now if, if it's a player with a helmet on, it's probably not going to hurt him, but it could hit him in the eye. But just the sheer thought of throwing anything like that. That's just the sheer, happens, thought of, just sheer thought of bringing something like that. Yeah, that's intent. Ex- exactly. You had intent. You had intent. You didn't just exactly. go, I got a ball in my pocket. I had intent, right? So, like, I mean, I'm hoping they're looking for that student, whoever might have done that, to expel him, expose them from even coming to a game, man, because – no matter what happens, I mean, that's what we got to understand sometimes as fans. Like, I mean, you know, coaches have agents, right? I mean, coaches have agents. They have people that represent them. And coaches are always looking for what I would call the best opportunity, just like players are, right? And, and the, the loyalty will be as good as the program or the next opportunity that may come about. That's what I discuss with players all the time. You got to realize that as you're looking to get promoted, if you're a player, playing at the prep school level, whatever sport it might be, junior college level, your coaches are too. That's why you want to might you might want to ask that pertinent question. Do you have intentions to be here all four, three years, all all my years of being here to really help me develop? Or are you looking to get promoted and everybody's in that same business to do so? I, I agree with that. Um I was sorry, I was kind of reading over that getting up on the uh on good, brother. On a Lane Kiffin there, but he caught a water bottle on his way out, and he he threw his visor into the stands awesome. and said, "Exactly, so they, they were they were fighting over who could get it." Um, but yeah, there was the stuff that they they talked about was thrown on the field. Oh my gosh! Uh, let's see, an empty where did I start out? Water bottles, vape pipes, screws, a half-eaten apple, and an empty mustard bottle. They said he kept the the golf ball as a souvenir. Um, the, empty, he, he, the empty mustard bottle. That's what threw me off. Okay, you well, go that, to the concession stand, you. man. And, and I was able to get in because it's plastic, right? And you know how high is and everybody's done now with it look burnt orange or red, like it's full. <laughs> so that's nuts. So yeah, that's just oh man. It'd be great uh, to watch was... it. I'm gonna have to watch that, man. I don't get to watch it, but it's yeah, John, the John, wildest and ugliest ready? scenes in college football. Wow. He was talking with the officials. Whoop. Got him on the right elbow. What was that? Uh, the golf ball coming. Whatever down? it was, I mean, just think you you hit him. So in that the was eye. the green. The green golf ball was coming at him. You saw him kind of flinch and react to it. I didn't want to pull too wow. much more of that video because it, it is part of ESPN and I don't want to, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm just, wow. I, I didn't, I couldn't hear that. So I got to get my speakers fixed, whatever that is. But yeah, just, that's crazy. I don't care who you are. That's, that's, that's not acceptable. Period, man. Um, what, what, why, what, what did he do to those people personally? How did, what he, how does he hurt you? How did he affect your life? And if he affected your life simply by leaving, then you're an idiot. You've got no life, man. Uh, that's that's nuts. Well, I mean, to me, it we, we goes sit up here. Do... Yeah, we sit but, up here no, and listen. talk about these athletes and and criticize and whatnot. But that's and praise. But that's what we're supposed right. to do, and that's okay. Right. 
And and if you want to scream words, that's okay too. Because sticks and stones, all that, they, they have to have thicker skin to be able to take that. I don't have a problem with that. But when you're throwing things that can hurt people, you, you can hurt somebody who's not even intended to be. A golf ball? Are you serious? Small point. That's a, yeah, my, yeah. Just, and that's the, ridiculous. And I think, again, you know, that's almost like the folklorish mystique we put on these coaches. Like, okay, he's going to come to Tennessee and resurrect us and we're going to get back to our heyday and he does not uh he leaves abruptly for a better opportunity whatever it might have been but we did that everywhere that's the funny thing my whole point everywhere he's gone he's left (laughs) he's not stayed um he was actually at fau at one point in time right As, right. as the head football coach when they first started their program back up um but needless to say that's just kind of again we we put too much reverence, I think, sometimes on these coaches. And and then you can only imagine all week what was probably being built up from sport talk shows in the area, fans, students, you know, and how the game was probably being marketed. And that, I, not saying it had anything to do with it, but you can almost kind of venture a guess it had a little bit to do with it. Uh, Ed asked, is the secret practice still on against Bellarmine? They're not playing Bellarmine. Uh, Indiana is playing in Louisville against Belmont from, from Nashville. So they're, it's kind of a meet, kind of halfway kind of a deal. It's not halfway for, for Belmont quite, right. but, uh, but they're supposed to play in Louisville, which would, that would imagine, I would, I would imagine in the Yum Center. But you know what? Since it's a no fans, they could play at Bellarmine. I, 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 I'll have to see if I can find out where that game's actually going to be played. Um, but, yeah, that's supposed to take now, place in Louisville. But, again, if they're not healthier, they may not have it. It uh, depends. When I don't. When is that supposed to happen? John, do you have – no, I don't know. I have to look that up. Um, they probably didn't wait, is that, that us, Indiana? Yeah. Right. You're talking about Indiana? Yeah. Okay. The, that, they were going to have two secret – I thought practices. that was only that one. I, no, they okay. had two my, scheduled – um, Got it. the second one was to play in Louisville against Belmont, uh, from, from Nashville. So I don't know if that one's going to take place either. We'll have to see. Um, Pete pointing out LSU. And, well, it's, I hate this. this I, I've lost, I can't even do the impersonation now. I can't get it. It's not there, but That's LSU part, parts ways yeah. with coach Orgeron. That's not a surprise because this is, it's way more about wins and losses here. They're, they're, they're able to to use that to, to part ways. I'm sure the behind the doors are like, dude, here's all this stuff that we got to deal with. We have to deal with because of you, you know, you're not winning on top of that. But they would have, they probably would have been, been fine from a wins and losses standpoint if they didn't have this other off the field stuff that they're dealing with. So not surprising. And this will be the second consecutive coach that they've had to dismiss within a few years for things not to do with wins and losses. And then one of their coaches, Les Miles, he went to Kansas and it was saying, it's like, man, people don't tell the truth. They, they coaches like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's good to work with. Oh yeah. No, he's not. Tell the truth. Why, why are you going to put that on somebody else's university now? Tell them the truth. 
people they don't tell the truth, and I, I, it does it blows my mind. I, I would be friggin' PO'd if if I hired someone what? or and I and they didn't tell me and and the other school didn't tell me the truth, and I'd reached out to them. I would be livid. But that's me. Well, and that's why they pay so much money, right? And get all the investigators and and to really understand who they're hiring. And um, it also is a testament to your recruiting too, because the, the violations and the, you know, the, all the things that happen is a hurting the players more than anything. Cause again, I just talked about it in a sense. He, they recruited, they're coming to play for him. He's gone. You can only imagine now several players being in a transfer portal because, okay, hey, we're, what is it going to look like next year, right? We came here to play for Coach O. He's gone. We're, we're, we got to go somewhere else. What happened to Jim? It looks like Jim dropped out for a second. I'm not sure what's going on, but it is oh, break yeah. time, so we're going to go ahead and take our break while we're Let's trying to reconnect it. with Jim. Oh, here, here he comes. Jim, you want to go ahead and send us to break? Yep. Sorry about that. My bad. Uh, absolutely. We'll be, we got a lot more coming up. Josh Hoover, is he up next? No, next is Angelo Pizzo. Oh, nice. Next. All right. Uh, nice. Looking forward to that, man. Good friend of the show. We're back with Angelo Pizzo right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. If you're in the market for a new Honda, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington has the deals for you. How about a brand new 2021 or 2022 Honda Pilot? All the trims for 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Or how about a brand new 2021 Honda Passport? Also 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. Whether it's a celebration or just a relaxing night away from the kitchen, don't make the same old choices. Try something fresh and new. Southern Stone Restaurant at Rogers and Patterson in Bloomington is open for lunch and dinner. Southern Stone offers comfort food with Southern charm. You can sit on the outdoor patio or the spacious inside seating, knowledgeable bartenders with classic drinks, and you can catch the IU basketball and football coaches shows at Southern Stone Restaurant each week. Southern Stone Restaurant, located at Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Speed. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. 
Hey, we all need insurance, whether it's auto, home, renters, or life insurance, and you need to be insured by someone who cares about you. For those of you in the southwest, Indiana, Evansville, and southern Illinois areas, make sure to reach out to our friends at AAA Insurance today for your auto, home, life, and renters insurance needs. You can reach AAA Insurance at 812-477-9966. That's 812-477-9966. AAA Insurance, be covered by someone who cares about you. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with a family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Psalms Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Psalms Restaurant and Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Psalms Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Psalms Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Psalms Clubhouse. Psalms Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. This segment is brought to you by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Welcome back. Indiana Sports Beat Radio on this Monday. Don't forget, uh, Southern Stone Restaurant hosts the Indiana Coaches Show. Football's going on Wednesdays. Angelo Pizzo joins us now. Angelo, how you been, man? Um, I'm good. I can't hear you very well. I got to. Well, we'll try to. We'll talk louder. Charlie Miller's also with us, former IU basketball player. Hey, Charlie. How you doing? How you doing, sir? Nice to see you again. Good to see you, too. That's right. Angelo, a big fan of uh, Hoosier fan, but also because he was born and raised in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, And and just before we get into sports, your your parents actually immigrated here, didn't they? Not from, I'm from sorry, Sicily. I, I still can't hear you. That's okay. I was like, but your parents actually immigrated from Sicily to this country, did they not? Actually, my father was born in Sicily, and uh, his uh, he was like one years old. He was one year old when they his father his father. Well, we lost your mic. We'll get his back on there, but uh, yeah, it's just we've talked about a lot of different things with Angelo was with us, but not that. I didn't even realize that. Um, may have to have him check back in, but talking about his, his dad was only a year old and they, they came over to this country, I guess, but uh, he went to USC and Angelo, if you can still hear us, we can't hear you at the moment. So we'll see if he can get his, his mic fixed. He's going to check back in. That's the, probably the best thing, but yeah, can you imagine having a dad, your father, come here from Sicily? That's 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 like the epicenter of that's where the Godfather was born, man. Right. Well, but I mean, just the just the sheer the sheer essence of um, I mean, I mean, back in the early days, 30s, 40s, people looking for a better life for their their kids, right? I mean, and, and doing all you had to do, going to a foreign land. Landing in out of all places, Bloomington. He goes to University High School where we used to practice. The U School, we called it, right? I, I, we called it the U School. I don't. It, the U School still exists. Yeah. I was going to ask him about the U School. That's where right. he went to you, school. University High School. Yeah, that's where I, we used to practice at. The 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 lady that runs that program. I knew nothing about that, Charlie. The lady that runs that program, and we need to talk about that. Lives. 
where I live. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was University High School, and, and it was uh, right by the golf course, right around the corner from the golf course, you know, and, and that's where, because there was no extra facility. And I wanted to talk about that. You know, how was it going to school there, uh, in a sense? But, yeah, there was no facility, so that's where we practiced at. Angelo, can you hear us now? Perfectly. Sorry about Perfect. that. No, it's not what we were talking about. Uh, university, uh, university High School, basically. I just learned about that um, like six, eight months ago because the person that runs that now lives where I live. And Charlie was just – Charlie, let's go ahead. You were just talking about no, it. I was just saying that's what we would practice at. Uh, yeah. when, when assembly hall was not available and right. uh, you know, and, and it was, it was not occupied other than when we went to practice over there. Um, but I was just talking about, you know, the amazement of you going to university high school right. and uh, right in Bloomington. We're talking about your father who immigrated from Sicily and mm-hmm. just for a better life. And, you know, and here and look, you know, years later, what you're able to produce in the movies you've done. That's just amazing to me. Well, well, actually, it was your you. grandfather, right? I'm sorry, uh, Angela. I said you really consider your grandfather is the one that immigrated here, right? Is that uh, what yeah, you were saying? Cause my, yes, because my, my father yeah. was a year old, and uh, yeah, he was hired by a, a railroad to work wow. uh, laying track. Uh huh. That's amazing. And the and University it, High School gym that you're talking about the the the, the girls' volleyball team played there for many many years until their uh, facility was built okay which wow. was and that's only two years ago last that's right that's exactly wow. right yeah wow. so uh so that's all but that's that's so amazing see all of that you always learn more and more i love learning more about uh people but that was what was it like going to that to, to university high school because it's a very very different setup from your traditional high school well what charlie's referring to is uh, uh the high school on on uh the bypass and right. and 10th street actually i went to the, the the university high school that was built and we i went there my last two years got it but prior to that starting in kindergarten and then going all the way through my uh, sophomore year the university high school was located on campus Oh. Where, the old, where the old education school used to be, now it turned. It's now it's part of the music school, but that was it, that was right on Third mm. Jordan, uh, and so the campus right by, was, Reed, by Reed Dormitory. Uh, uh, well, was right, it by Reed Dormitory? Well, you you know where uh, Mother Bears is. It's right down. It, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, okay. Third and Jordan. There we go. And yes, uh, right next, right yes, next to the Mac, the, the music uh, school. So that building, and uh, and, and listen, uh, the campus was our playground. And well, I was gonna say. we, yeah, we we uh, that was our life right there. Um, we used to ride our bikes all around campus, and it was always a thrill to see uh, basketball and football players because we followed it uh, so closely. Wow! And still do. <laughs> that, wow, that's amazing. It, and is that even so when going to a non-traditional high school like that, how did you get to follow? I mean, you're obviously a, a lover of sports of all uh, takes because you're your films, which you're not tied into that to just sports, but you produced two of the greatest films of all time, sports, athletic films of all time. Was that your love for sports developed there being so next because you were close to the golf course, close to the, all the uh 
facilities at that time that had anything to do with uh, with putting that into your head? Well, think about it this way. Our first house was on 7th and Jordan, <laughs> which was which was literally one block the from the old from the old football stadium and two blocks from the old uh, old field house. So, I used to, when I was 6 7 years old, I used to go over uh, two blocks away and watch uh, the team practice. My goodness, and and so I that that the proximity of those teams to my my very enclosed world was profound. Yeah. So yes, uh, and and the players were my heroes, and I would live and die as a six year old whether they they would win or lose. So and things still don't change this many years later. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, so p- for people that don't know, I mean. That's why I wanted to go through that because you are a Bloomingtonian through and through, um, which is amazing. I mean, I'm surprised. The only movie I wish that you should have been a part of also was Breaking Away. That would have been like the Triple Crown. That would have just been phew. But uh, I was actually actually in uh, graduate school at USC in film while that was uh, being produced. And, uh, that's the one thing. I, I grew up in Bloomington. I uh, went to Indiana, uh, and uh, then I went to grad school in in Southern California, right? And stayed there for thirty two years. So I I moved back to Bloomington in two thousand six because I wanted to raise my two sons in a great college town environment. Can you imagine if you had been here while uh, Breaking Away was being filmed? Did you already have you obviously already had a a love for or a desire for filmmaking? At that time, I would assume. Did you already know that that's what you wanted to do? When did you decide that? Or when did that dawn? On, hey, I'm going to go into making a film. Well, it's kind of a, a little bit of a complicated question because I, I, I got my undergraduate degree in in political science, and I was right. going to I was on a law school politician po- politics track, but then I dropped out uh, because I just. Well, I, at that time, I was very involved in the anti-war movement, the Vietnam War, and uh, I just didn't want to be involved in politics at all and didn't want to go to law school. So I took two years off, and and, and, um, and I kind of just kind of wandered. And I had fun, but then I, I started to realize, it, you know, I had to make a life for myself and make, make a living as an adult. And I uh, had a long discussion with my father. Uh, who uh, it was a doctor, and his uh, his greatest gift beside his family was getting up every day and going to a job that he loved. So he said, find something that you love, uh, and uh, you won't work a day in your life. And I, I only loved one thing, and that was movies. And movies. I didn't really, I, di- I didn't know how to, I didn't think of myself as a filmmaker, and I didn't know how to make a living at it, but then it, I sort of I did some investigation and research into film schools, and I found out that there were three significant schools: NYU, US, UCLA, and USC that got gave got doctorates in in um, the academic approach to film. So I was uh, admitted to USC in in a in a a kind of uh, the scholarly approach, which is history, theory, and criticism. That was my degree, history, theory, and criticism. I did not go there to learn how to make movies. I learned to go there to write and then ultimately teach, uh, you know, film studies courses in 
I was hoping uh, to get back to Indiana <laughs> to do that. Well, so, uh, so it was only there that I started to become. I started to uh, get to know some of the filmmakers, and then th I, I took a three-hour credit course called, which was last season of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. It was an internship, and I wow. got to know some people there. And one of them hired me uh, as a production assistant and uh, on a television series, and it was off to the races for me. That's see, you've been on with us a, a few times. You've been a great friend of the show. This is stuff that we've never uh, got to uncover, which is cool. Here's a, I love dropping little nuggets. Did you know that Mick Jagger's dad has a master's degree from Indiana in uh, in high, uh, health education and phys ed? I think he got it like 69. I just learned that like three weeks ago and I've been telling everybody. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I sort of remember that. That, that, that rings a bell. Yeah. That's nuts. But uh, I just bring it up. But it's shows how much talent, talent comes from everywhere. Uh, it doesn't matter. And for you to come back, whoops, um, is great. What, what, what drew you back so much? I know you wanted to raise your kids here, but there's just more to it that for you personally, uh, it's probably a, a lot less hustle and bustle than LA. That's for certain. Well, to me, one of the things that I realized that I missed, and it was a growing realization was the lack of a sense of community, uh, where I lived. Uh, there was, uh, I didn't know my neighbors, uh, Nobody asked me to participate in any kind of, uh, you know, civic involvement. Um, I'm the, uh, when I moved back to, to Bloomington, I was asked by probably seven or eight groups to be on their boards. Well, that would never have happened in Santa Monica, California. It's so uh, ephemeral. Everybody's coming and going, and, and very few people actually kind of put their roots down there, especially in the film business. Uh, because uh, fortunes are made and lost overnight, and uh, people always come from other places. So I never felt a, a connection to the people I lived around me. I mean, I would have temporary connections when I'd make a movie, but then the movie's over, and then I never see these people again. So I think that that was some that, that felt like a big hole, and and, and Bloomington's a very strong community. And you know, I have it's not that I had so many friends that were still here, but I had enough. There was a great foundation. So, um, you know, I get together with the, the same people and we bitch about the same things and, and, and celebrate the same things. And, uh, I didn't really do that because, uh, I would have friends that would be in the film who are in the film business who would have really great streaks and then they disappear, uh, because they couldn't get work. Uh, yeah. that was the main thing. Uh, see, Forrest, uh, one of our listeners, did his teaching, uh, student teaching at the university school. So that's very cool. One of our everyday listeners, we appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about some sports, man. We just had uh, IU basketball or, or the Big Ten media days uh, last week. The basketball season right around the corner. Lots of changes. Coach Woody is uh, – I've got to tell you, from even from an um, unbiased perspective, what he's doing – I, you have to, if you're an Indiana fan, you're, I think you're going to be very, very happy what you see this year uh, on the floor. There's no question this, the, the product is going to be sleek and shiny. Well, uh, I'm, I've always been accused of, of being a guy who's not, the glass is not half full for Indiana sports. It's three quarters full. Uh, 
So I'm always optimistic before every season. Uh, you know, even as Woody says, uh, uh, I haven't lost a game yet. Uh, but, of course, he hasn't won a game either. So, uh, you know, all the pieces feel like they're coming together, but we haven't seen those pieces on the floor together. And, uh, yeah, I'm extremely optimistic and, and very bullish uh, on this team. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the season to start. Are you working on anything now? I know whenever every time we talk to you, you've got so many things going on. Uh, yeah. What What do you got going now? Any Any uh, projects that you can talk about or want to talk about? Yeah, sure. Um, I have uh, the 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 script that I mentioned before uh, is 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 a finance film about um, a coming of age uh, civil movie set against the Civil War. Uh, I'll be shooting that in the spring. Uh, we're going to make offers to actresses uh, coming up in the next uh, month. Where's that get and, shot? Uh, we don't know yet. It'll be either Georgia or Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to come be an extra. Can we come be extras? I'm going to hey, come absolutely. Be an extra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am there. Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. I'll send a resume. I'll send a resume. Just want a scene. My family. <laughs> ironically, my fa- my dad was born probably 20 miles, maybe 10 miles from Perryville, Kentucky, okay. which is where one of those battles were. And I, I actually had a gun that I think was found from that, that era that I had for a long, long time. Uh, but yeah, I know that area well down there. That's uh, weird. My dad was like, there's a book out called the cornbread mafia that I love that I've read through that. That is where my dad is from that very County. It's uh, Marion County, Kentucky. And it is, was the home base for the largest marijuana syndicate in the United States ever in the seventies and eighties. But yeah, that, that area has just got so many stories down there though. Uh, but that, that's fascinating. Well, it's a true story that somebody brought me and uh, it, it was amazing. Uh, when I say coming of age, most people think of coming of age stories as being about men becoming boys, becoming men. This is actually about a girl. It's about a 17 year old girl and her journey from, 17 on and it's pretty extraordinary um she becomes one of the only female soldiers in the history of the civil war and um she uh, didn't intend to be a soldier but she uh was a a girl who lost touch with her fiance who was fighting uh at shiloh and um and she couldn't get any kind of word from him at all Mm. so she cut her hair off uh, and and put yeah, boys' clothes on and and joined the regiment that he was part of and got shipped down there to find him and that's the beginning of the story so to speak so wow, it's, that's it's, a it's, story. it's a yeah wow. it's a tremendous story but I I will say I'm I'm doing one more sports film and and uh, I'm writing the script now I'm just finishing up it up and uh, I, I I was kind of resisting going to this uh, sport again but I got a call from somebody. Uh, who was extremely important in the indigenous uh, Native American world today, uh, a guy who is the principal reason that the Washington football team changed their name and the Cleveland right. wow. baseball team changed their name. Wow. And he asked me to write a story that's never been done that was a source of pride for their people, uh, and he wants, to, he wants to dramatize it. And that's the Carlisle uh, Indian School with Jim Thorpe, the football team. Oh, they, yeah. 
how they how they were so prominent in beating the big Ivy League schools back in the turn of the century. So I'm I'm doing that story now, writing that script now. And if you don't know who Jim Thorpe is, just you're just hang up. Stop listening. I know I'm kidding. <laughs> Possibly the greatest athlete of all time. Um, if I not, would say I would say one of them, but I, I would say that what he did uh, compared to the other athletes in, in, at that time, you could call him maybe the greatest athlete who ever lived uh, because he was a great football player, a great baseball player, and he won the decathlon uh, in the uh, 1912 Olympics, uh, which uh, obviously is a demonstration of athleticism that's second to none. Was it, is he, was it Oklahoma where he was from? And they, did they change the name of the town? Yes, they did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's very, very but I'm cool, not but doing. Yeah. I'm not doing his story. I'm not doing his story. I'm no, no, I know, I know. I was just that. Remember, yeah. Charlie, I, jump in, Charlie. I know because you got always. No, no, no. I, I just, you know, I was on a, a call. You may not remember this, Angelo. Uh, this, it was probably about a summer ago that, and uh, you actually w- was gracious enough to jump on a uh, Zoom call. No, I remember, and I was yeah. a part of that. Yeah, you know, and I to me, know. what was intriguing, um, you know, to kind of go back to it where. And this is kind of like a feel-good story because it's like you didn't have an intention to make a movie. You didn't even that wasn't even on your horizon, but something intrigued you. What was that intrigued you? And all of a sudden, you come up with this concept that's now like an evergreen movie called Hoosiers. How did it even come about? Well, uh, I, you know, I when I went to work for that that. Uh, that producer, I ended up doing uh, executive kind of development work, producerial work for six years, but I wasn't making my own movies. I was supporting and helping other people make their movies. So it it, it occurred to me that um, if I was going to do something of my own, it would have to be about something I had a passion for and something that I knew pretty well. And uh, just like um, this uh, Native American fellow who uh, realized that no one has ever made a story about the Carlisle football team, I I realized no one had made a movie about the special relationship of the sport of basketball to the people of Indiana. And uh, I knew there was a classic folk myth that was sort of at the center of this, and that was the Milan story. So that kind of just started... uh, you know, the, the idea rolling. And uh, I wasn't initially going to uh, uh, write it myself. Uh, I, I, was, I would look for, for people to hire uh, to write it. And then I was going to produce it. And uh, I, want, I wanted to bring my best friend, David Anspoy, in to direct it so, and make it an all, all Hoosier production. The one issue I did have with Breaking Away was the director was from uh, England, and he had never heard of the state of Indiana when he took the job. So a number of the cast uh, members, and I grew up in Bloomington, who were supposed to represent the cutters, so to speak, uh, they were nothing like the people I grew up with. So, you know, it didn't matter. The movie was terrific and it worked, but uh, it it mattered to me if I was going to make a movie about Indiana basketball. I wanted to make sure it was Indiana people who made it, so uh, there was a real connection between the cast and, and how people walked and talked and chewed gum. And, and I wanted the details to be perfect. And I wanted Indiana to be a character in the movie. So I thought it had to be an all Indiana production. Nice. When, is, uh, when are you scheduled to start 
shooting the, that down there? Are you still scouting locations? Or are you guys? It will uh, depend on avail- availability of actresses. Uh, we are going to shoot it this fall, but uh, because of the pandemic, everything had been closed down. Everything then opened up in the spring, and uh, there was no availability for any of the top ten uh, actresses of that age through the rest of the year. So we had to push it in order to uh, have the flexibility to get the person we wanted. Looking forward to it, man. Uh, Josh uh, Hoover has joined us, but he's going to be on with us next. But uh, Josh Hoover, a quarterback from Texas, committed to Indiana. Uh, Angelo, man, this guy is hey, lighting Josh. it up down in Texas. How you doing? I've actually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Believe it or not, I'm as passionate a uh, football fan as uh, IU football fan as I, uh, I am a basketball fan. Uh, I awesome. know, I know, I know many of the uh, coaching, uh, the, many of the coaches and the staff, and uh, uh, Tom Allen, I consider a friend of mine, and uh, he's he's such a good man, uh, such an amazing man, and I have to tell you, I've watched a, a number of your highlights, and I've watched uh, some Woo-hoo! of the, and and I'm very very impressed. Um, well, I appreciate it. So I hate to I've, say uh, this, but I've... we could use you now. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Well, I'm I'm gonna, I know. Don't comment. I know you. Yeah, don't, I was going to say, Josh, don't do it. Don't do it, Josh. Just smile. Yeah, no. I know. Well. Listen, it's a tough job. It's easy for us, you know, sitting in the stands. That's right. To, to uh, you know, but it it all comes from a disappointment and, and love of our team, you know, and, oh, yeah. and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what the solutions are to, to make things better. But, uh, you know, listen, the program is in a great place. We, uh, you know, everything is not quite working now, but our defense is fantastic. And uh, and you'll be a fantastic addition to the team next year. I know well, you're down in Texas, Josh. You know, I made a, you know, I made a movie uh, about football in Texas. Oh, which one was it? It was American. called My All-American. My All-American. Oh, I've seen that. Yes, Freddie sir. Steinmark. At, uh, he That's played awesome. uh, at the University of Texas. And we shot that in Austin, and uh, is mostly in Austin. But we we shot at the at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, and we also shot oh, wow. at uh, TCU Stadium um, in Fort Worth. So yeah, I've seen a uh, yeah, you, you of should movie. So thank you. Uh, you should take a look at that uh, that football. That's a really. That's, I'm very proud of that film. Absolutely, because it was I've the seen, first. I've it was the first Hoosiers, film I. Dr- it was the first film I directed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I've seen Hoosiers for, we've probably seen it 25 times. So that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, thank you. That's well, amazing. What, have, have you seen Rudy? Oh, yeah. That's another one. Our dog's named Rudy. So that's, that's, uh, we named it after that movie. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, here's a golfing story for you, Angelo. Well, during the COVID, Josh couldn't do anything. You know, they were all at home. So his dad built a little chipping green out back. He had never played golf in his life. So all he, all he did was chip and putt during COVID. And he went out for his first round ever and shot like an 82 in his life. Oh, my gosh. I know Crazy. you don't play a lot, but you have a son that plays a lot of golf, right? Well, he was a scholarship golfer, yeah, at IUPUI. Oh, wow. And uh, he's actually uh, made a switch to acting and filmmaking. And he's down in Augusta right now about okay. to start a film that um, I wrote that just got a green light that's starring nice. Dennis Quaid. Nice. And wow. um, that's awesome. yeah. And, and it's uh and, and he's uh, looking forward to playing that uh, on, on the Augusta country club. Uh, nice. So I have Man. a friend who's a member who's going to get him on. So. 
well, yeah, Dennis listen. Quaid, Dennis Quaid was in uh, Breaking Away. Yeah, yes, he was. And I'm going to tell my son to say hello from Bloomington. For that way. No, actually, I'm going to go down and do a little bit of a, uh, I'm going to work uh, a little bit on the on the, the script, but then I'm going to visit my, my son. That's in about, about a month. Man, uh, uh, but I would say it doesn't surprise me. You know, one of the things that was it's interesting about golfers is uh, they have great to hand eye coordination. And I know, uh, Josh, to, to be the kind of successful athlete you are, you have to have great hand eye. So that kind of thing, it, it picked up real easily, you know. And I mean, the, the full yeah. swing is hard, as you well know. Uh, oh, but yeah. if you get the chipping and putting down, you know, you that's a great foundation. That's right. Yeah, golf's a, golf's a fun sport. I mean, it teaches you a lot, especially about you know how to compete and how to respond to adversity. So I've I've really enjoyed playing it and getting to getting another game and getting out there. So, well, you can look forward to a great golf course. You know, Indiana has one of the top golf courses, uh, college golf I've courses heard. in the country. Uh, I Josh, the other day. Josh was just up here, Angelo. Uh, on your yeah, visit. no, I saw I, I I saw that you were here. Did you play at the course? I didn't know. We drove by and saw the. Uh, it's called the Foul, right? Is that? Yep, correct. the Foul Course. Yeah. Yes, yes, the Foul yeah, Course. Yeah, looks awesome. So, Ned Foul was uh, is a big IU supporter from Southern Indiana down in okay. Jeffersonville. But yeah, uh, one of the things one one of the things that I I think is so unique about uh, you know Josh and where he plays and how he plays is his his fan base is bigger than many colleges in the country. I mean, the number of people that come to your games is insane. You got like 20, 30,000 people at each one of your games. Well, against Rockwell, our rival, I think there was like 22,000 people that showed up at the game, you know? So it's, yeah, that's it's crazy. It's definitely Texas football is definitely, it's kind of like Indiana basketball, you know, it's like a yeah. big deal. And, um, you know, I'm excited about coming to Indiana just because you can tell the people of Indiana want to be good so bad and they're, yeah, they're just you know itching for uh, you know success. So I'm excited about you know trying to be a part of that and helping you guys you know, experience success on football too. So. Well, we're looking forward to ha- we're having you up here. And and what's great about playing at uh, big time high school football in Texas is it's not much of a transition to get in a, you know to run out in front of a full stadium in the Big Ten. Right. Yes, sir. Although it is a little different when you're, uh, you know, running out into the and, and like uh, Michigan with a hundred and ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But it's a, uh, you know, it does help being from Texas because we played in front of forty, fifty thousand yeah. people before. So. Sure. So did you guys have a bye week this week, Josh? Is that why you were able to come make the visit? We did. We had a bye week, so I left Friday morning and then came up uh, Friday night and hung out, and then Saturday and Sunday. So. It was a good. How was, early was and Angelo? I don't want to keep you too long. If you, no, you it's all right. Go, I got nowhere uh, to go. Perfect. Um, we'll take a break in a second, but uh, let's go ahead and take a break real quick and come back and we can talk about the visit. And we'll do that. Back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio, brought to you by Andy Moore Honda Bloomington. If you need a new car, they've got deals for you: zero dollars down and zero APR financing. Back right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurants. Whether it's a celebration or just a relaxing night away from the kitchen, don't make the same old choices. Try something fresh and new. Southern Stone Restaurant at Rogers and Patterson in Bloomington is open for lunch and dinner. Southern Stone offers comfort food with Southern charm. 
You can sit on the outdoor patio or the spacious inside seating, knowledgeable bartenders with classic drinks, and you can catch the IU basketball and football coaches shows at Southern Stone Restaurant each week. Southern Stone Restaurant, located in Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington. Hey, we all need insurance, whether it's auto, home, renters, or life insurance, and you need to be insured by someone who cares about you. For those of you in the southwest, Indiana, Evansville, and southern Illinois areas, make sure to reach out to our friends at AAA Insurance today for your auto, home, life, and renters insurance needs. You can reach AAA Insurance at 812-477-9966. That's 812-477-9966. AAA Insurance, be covered by someone who cares about you. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Running a business is filled with pressures, and banking shouldn't be one of them. I'm Dane Chandler, commercial officer with Banterra Bank, and we want to be your financial partner. We know that the cost of starting, growing, or acquiring a new business can stretch beyond what you have saved. That's why we offer a variety of financing solutions, including SBA loans for small businesses. Give me, Dane Chandler, a call at 812-401-4323 to get started. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Kyle Brinker from Brinker's Jewelers. They wouldn't be surprised with a -a one-of-a-kind proposal in the little green box from Brinker's Jewelers, where every one of our diamonds are hand-selected by an owner of the company. That means every single diamond has to meet a Brinker standard on beauty and value. So if you plan on getting engaged, your engagement ring needs to come in that little green box from Brinker's Jewelers. Voted the best jewelry store six years in a row by Evansville Living Magazine and the Readers, located at the corner of Green River Road and the Lloyd Expressway, or online at brinkersjewelers.com. If you're in the market for a new Honda, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington has the deals for you. How about a brand new 2021 or 2022 Honda Pilot? All the trims for 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Or how about a brand new 2021 Honda Passport? Also 0% APR financing over 48 months and $0 down. Get more to your door with AndyMooreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington and Southern Stone Restaurant. Welcome back. Indiana Sports Beat Radio coming to you on this Monday. Hopefully getting your week off to a great start. I don't know how it couldn't be because we've got Angelo Pizzo with us and Josh Hoover, quarterback from Texas, committed to Indiana, and Charlie Miller, All-American, former All-American, IU basketball player. The only flunky you got here is me, so uh, I'll play that role quite well. Uh, Josh, how was how was your visit? Uh, you got to actually come up and see things, facilities. A tough loss for for Indiana over the week while you were here against Michigan State, but a, a pretty good game. The defense played amazingly, but uh, just missing a little bit. And like uh, Angelo said, you could maybe fill that hole. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, did you the game? Is that your first Big Ten game that you've got to see in person? 
Yeah, that was the first one I've ever been to, and it was it was definitely exciting. It was cool to get there on the um, be in Bloomington with a game day atmosphere because it came in the summer, but uh, you know COVID was going on, so there weren't many kids at the campus. But uh, it was really cool to be there and you know, to see how everything um, goes down, and you know be at the walk and uh, see Coach Allen, the team get off the buses, and uh, so I really just thought it was a cool atmosphere, and you know I, I thought it you know it was a good game, but um, just a few unfortunate circumstances that you know, happen, but uh, I think it's, you know, Coach Allen talked a lot about, you know, how growth charts, you know, it's not always a continuous, you know, upward trend, and there's going to be some points and times where, you know, you go through a rough patch, but that just makes it, you know, even better in the long run, so I'm excited about the team and, you know, these next couple of weeks, and I feel like, you know, they're going to break through at some point. Uh, your season's going pretty spectacular right now. You guys only have one loss, and that's to one of the top teams down there, and that was by a point. Uh, so, but going, I think you guys, what, six and one right now? Uh, yes, sir. Six and one. So how many more regular season games do you have before your playoffs start? We'll have three more. So we have three more regular season and six potential playoff games to win a state championship. Angelo, he's already thrown for, I think, 2000 yards, uh, 21 touchdowns, two interceptions, 60 something percent. Uh, like 68% completion percentage. It's crazy. Uh, but man, that's. That's fun to watch. And Angelo, you said you, you watched some of his highlights. I, I did as well while a while back. And I was like, wow. I was just blown away at all of the throws and the, this maturity it seemed to be. I'm like, this is a high school kid? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was amazed uh, how, how you were able to read the field, um, how you would, uh, you would uh, look at one receiver, look off another receiver, and you had uh, such calm in the pocket. You seem very, very calm in the pocket. Uh, let me ask you a couple questions. One is, who would you compare your game to uh, in terms of – and who told who, – who are the quarterbacks uh, that we know that people have told you you play like? That's the first question. And the second question are, who are your quarterback heroes that you emulate that you wish you could play like? Great. Yeah, well, the first one's kind of a uh, – try not to sound like I'm comparing myself to anybody because I'm obviously not there yet. And a lot of those guys are way farther along than I am, and I hope to be there someday. But, um, you know, a lot of people have kind of you – know, I have this thing where I can kind of change arm angles a little bit just from playing baseball. And, um, you know, I think that allows me to throw from different arm slots and go down low kind of like you see Mahomes and Stafford and those guys do. And um, so I think I'm able to do that. and. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a blazer. You're not going to see me take off 80 yards down the field and outrun everybody, but, you know, I can extend plays and get first downs. And um, so I try to, I've tried to work on that. And that's something this year that I feel like I've gotten better at. And so, um, you know, I think that's kind of, I compare myself to Stafford or uh, the way they play the game. I'm obviously not there yet, but uh, that kind of style. And um, that's someone who I also watch a lot, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and, you know, all those guys, you can learn from everybody. So, um, Stafford's a Dallas guy, and I really enjoy watching him play. What about Drew Brees? Oh, yeah, Drew Brees. He's he's from Texas, too, and so um, that was because, another guy I really watched when he was playing. Yeah, one of the things that struck me about your game was how accurate you were, uh, and, and, and that's Drew Brees right in a nutshell. Right. You know, and, and yes, sir. He, he's not he's not like six five and 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 has a, a rocket of an arm, but um, boy, does he get the job done? And you right. get the job done too. I mean, you got a great arm. I'm not saying you don't, but uh, 
I was impressed. Uh, you were, you kind of remind me of Drew Brees a little bit. I appreciate that. That's a, that's a big compliment. So, uh, yeah, Drew Brees is definitely a guy I've always watched and admired. Just not only the way he plays the game, but how he is off the field and the kind of man he is too. So I, I uh, agree. Guy I admired. Charlie. Uh, um, you know, Josh, you say you got three games. Uh, interestingly enough, I live in Texas. I live actually in Carrollton. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I live in Carrollton. So, um, I, I want to come to at least one of the last three games. Um, yes, sir. I, I definitely want to do that. I don't want to watch in person. And also, as a, as a, as a former Hoosier, you know, I, I finished college in 98 and it'd be great to meet you and, um, For you know, sure. just to watch you play and just really celebrate you, man. Just, it's a tremendous opportunity. I remember back when I was 17, uh, 16, you know, getting ready to go to Indiana and uh, coming up on, on when, when no students were there. So similar situation. It was I came doing like a fall break and nobody was on campus. And I, I fell in love with the campus without the students. Uh, so I can only imagine what you were able to experience, man. So hats off to you and your decision and, I know you're looking to come, uh, coming up after your season early, right? You're coming early. Is that correct? Yes, sir, I am. So I'm, cool, I'm prepared man. to come in January. That's good, man. Yeah, that's, that's all I have. I just I, I just wish you the best, man. I mean, just, you know, and now hopefully I get a chance to meet you offline and share with you a little bit about me. Yeah. And, but more, man, I just want to celebrate you and what you're able to accomplish and, you know, continue to continue to rock out, man, and play, play as well as you can. Well, I appreciate it. And I can send you a schedule of, you know, yeah. where we play and the times and we'll, awesome. we'll hook that up. But, uh, it's, you know, it's nice having you guys to, you know, I've met a few guys that went to Indiana and, you know, it's, it seems like the, you know, the alumni, there's always the big support and no matter what it is, no matter what sport. So that's something I always, you know, um, kind of notice, you know, just being up there and you know, meeting people and the people of Indiana are really just great people. And uh, you can see that extends to, you know, a bunch of different States when everybody moves off. So, uh, it's a special state, and I'm excited to be able to come up and try to make an impact. Well, well you, have me, a, man, you, you have I, a fellow my last piece. My last piece, I'm just share as a, as a former athlete, right, not mm-hmm. to not to compare compete with anybody on the call, but, like, the school you go to, man, it's a four-year decision, but it's a 40-year decision because of everybody you're going to connect with, meet with, and do things with, and it, it becomes your extended network, right? And that, to me – is what you just talked about. And, I, and and then you got a school like a Indiana, man. I mean, just so many wonderful things you're going to get a chance to experience coming from Rockwall area. Um, I, I'm a basketball player development coach, so I would spend some time in your area, Rockwall, um, in the outskirts, man. So, you know, it, it's going to be different, right? But but it's going to be a mm-hmm. fair experience, man. I look forward to seeing you in the Crimson and Cream plan leading us, uh, you know, down the victories, man, uh, in the future. Yes, sir. Me too. That's, that's the ultimate goal. That's right. Now, you, you, you have a, a great uh, Indiana alum right there in Dallas, and Mark Cuban. Have you met him that's yet? Right. <laughs> I haven't met him, but I, I knew that he went to Indiana. So, yes, sir. Well, he's not – not only did he go to Indiana, but he's still passionately involved with the school. Um, you know, he's given a lot of his time, his money, and uh, – his attention and resources to to making Indiana a University a better place. I don't know if you know that how he made his fortune was, was developing a company yeah. called Broadcom. Right. And the reason he developed Broadcom was it was the first audio streaming company because he wanted to hear Indiana basketball That's games funny. on the radio, and he lived in Dallas. Right. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. That's pretty cool. Yep. And and you can credit him to almost being a pioneer and a maverick. 
pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> to oh, being one of the, you like that one, right? You yeah. gotta watch me. Bro. You gotta watch me. Yeah. I, I throw an audible sometimes, Josh. It's like a, it's like Ted Lasso. You do like a little. Yeah, Lasso I throw him in, Josh. I throw him in. But you can almost credit him to be also like his the same passion. I want to catch up with IU basketball games. How can I do it? He found a way to do it. And almost you can see that as being piggyback to what we have today in social media. Right. And, yes, uh, so, yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. Indiana's alumni base, I think is either the second or third largest in the country. Did you know wow. that? It used uh, to be I number one. That. Yeah. Yeah. It used I to be number one. I think. Yeah. And, and we're not, it's not that me, big you know. of a school. That's what's amazing. It's not that big of a school. I mean, it's big, but it's not, say, Wisconsin or Ohio State student wise, but that's, but it is. Or, or, or UT. UT is yes. a bigger school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I knew so, that about Indiana and the alumni. And, you know, that's another thing. You know, I, you know, I want to go somewhere. I'm going to meet people. And, you know, I hope to play football, you know, as long as possible, just like every athlete dreams and uh, having a great career. But, you know, at some point, football is going to end, and I'm going to have to do something else. And so, uh, that was another big thing of you know just meeting people there, and um, you know all the networking that goes on. You know, at a university like that. So, what, what's well, your area of study? I have one more uh, question. I'm going to oh, I'm going to start in the Kelly School of Business. No, oh, wow! To start. Wow! So that's a that that then you are assured for uh, employment the rest of your I life. I think you'll be okay. To get a degree, get a degree yeah, there. Yeah, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try to. And it's interesting he says Ke- Kelly School of Business because I'm sitting there like it's 948, Josh. How are you getting out of class right now, man? What, what's today? We don't have school today um, because it's like a teacher development day. So we just oh, it's a fair day. This morning. Yeah, right. Fair yeah. Day. So uh, we got yeah, to stay for going, guys. Stay for going. So yeah, yeah, I know yeah. we have those parent teacher conference days, right? Joking. Right. Uh, yes, sir. It's awesome. What else did you get to do and see on your trip? The coaches, I'm sure you got to. You spoke with Tom, Tom Allen, and he's just, it's like anytime I'm around him, it's like sticking a needle in your vein. He is just exactly. Tom Allen. He's he's just a, a great natural, uh, naturally caffeinated person. I think is the right, right way to say it. But uh, talk about your, your experiences with some of the people you got to see and meet that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I think just being up there, and you know, I really enjoy the coaching staff and. Uh, not just the you know the full time coaches, but just the, everybody, the recruiting coordinators, and uh, just the entire program. You can just tell that you know Coach Allen has made an impact on a lot of people, and he's like you said, he's one of those guys. He's contagious. His personality is contagious, and his drive and his passion for what he does. And, um, so that's thing. That's something that really you know um, attracted me to the program, and uh, I really enjoy talking to Coach Allen, just hearing you know what his heart and what he has to say. You know, I believe in him and, you know, his plan, his program, and, um, you know, Coach Sheridan as well. I love Coach Sheridan and everything he does. And, um, you know, it's you know it's it's kind of tough sometimes whenever you don't have the success you want to have. But um, at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to one person just as, you know, Mr. Miller. I mean, sports is it's about everybody. It's not about the coach. It's not about just players. It's it's a joint deal. So, um, you know, it's, it's never one guy's fault. And, um, you know, I believe in those coaches and Coach Sheridan and, uh, you know, what they're doing. So, um, you know, I had a great time just enjoying talking to everybody and uh, getting to know even more people on my trip. So how old are you, 28, 30? Uh, 18. 
Because hey, you sound like you're 28 or yeah, 30. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just tell you right now. You call me Mr. Miller. Like, I think I've arrived. I, I'm like, <laughs> I've arrived. Like, Mr. Miller, come on, Jim. Come on. Come on, Angelo. Mr. Miller, come on, man. I'm, I've, <laughs> I've arrived. Like, thanks, Josh. Like, Hoover for life. Well, you know, you come up here and do something spectacular, you may become a movie star. Uh, yeah, there you go. You never know. You go. Maybe, maybe I'll get lucky. I'd be, exactly. The media and makings. Right. Love it. Well, I'm planning on yep. shooting a movie in Indiana in about two years uh, when awesome. we finally get the tax credit uh, uh, pa- bill passed. <clears throat> but I will say, I want to add one thing about uh, Coach Allen, which uh, people ask me about, you know, is his kind of, uh, of feel-good enthusiasm, is it real? And, 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 and the one thing I can tell you of being around him as much as I have is he is as authentic a human being as I've ever met in my life. Everything that he says, he says from his heart right. and and not his head. He doesn't say things just to be to calculate, you know, to get an effect. Uh, and and his interaction with, you know, the one of the things that I really like about him is he's a good listener. He's not just, ta- you know, a lot of coaches just like to talk and talk and talk and talk and they're filled with coachisms, but he he wants to hear how you you think what you think he he is he, he really is interested in in how you respond to his ideas and uh right. and i i the the conversations i've had with him have been really special yeah you know same here he's you can tell that you know especially in this in this um recruiting and football and college football and all that there's a lot of people that you know, aren't who they say they are all the time, right. you know, and you see that with coaches a lot. They say one thing yeah. on the phone and then you get there to a totally different guy and the way they treat right. the players is totally different. And so that's one thing that I really wanted to find was just a coach that, you know, did and does what he says that he is, you know, and so um, seeing Coach Allen and meeting him and uh, just realizing that, you know, everything that he says he is, you know, that's really true and authentic, like he said. So uh, that's one thing that I noticed as well, just as, uh, his heart and how he lives his life, you know, um, reflecting, you know, what he says. And, and the, other been... thing, uh, the other thing I'll say is a lot of uh, coaches and a lot of programs promote the idea that they create a family atmosphere. Right. But you can't know that until you're there. And and my right. my guess is that you also found out there was authenticity to that, that, that the players mm-hmm. love the guy and, and that there is a real connection among uh, all the players and that leo is a real thing right yeah you can ask the players and find out real quick what a coach is really like because a lot of those guys I mean, they're not scared to tell you the truth you know because they see right. it every day and and they don't have anything to lose you know so right. um you know I, asking the players talking to the players i mean everyone said you know it's real this is who he is and every single day and he brings the energy and you know he doesn't just care about football he cares about who you are as a person and what's going on in your life, you know, and that's, that's rare for a coach. And, uh, you know, I think something that sticks out to me about Coach Allen is just his humility and uh, the way he treats other people. I mean, we're walking to a restaurant the other night and he's talking to, you know, just fans at a table, like they're you know somebody that's, you know, just as important as him or whoever. So and you don't see that a lot. A lot of coaches kind of think that they're somebody and they're maybe too good uh, just because of their position to talk to certain people. And, uh, I think that that's such an example to me and to, you know, everybody else that's around him about um, just treat people the way they should be treated. And um, it's, it's definitely, he has a contagious personality, the way he acts. So. Well, well, I'm man, glad you experienced that. 
Uh, yeah, me too. Looking forward to uh, seeing you again up here. What's your next game this weekend you have, uh, Friday night? Uh, we play Mesquite High uh, in Mesquite this Friday night, and then I'll be leaving Saturday to come to the Ohio State game. So You know, no. I grew up watching the Mesquite Rodeo when I was a little kid oh, because yeah. that was one of the first things that you could get on cable when I was a kid. Uh, yes, Don, Don Gay's father started that. Donnie Gay was an eight-time world champion bull rider, but I ended up okay. – meeting all those guys and working with them later in life when I must do my sports deals. But yeah, Mesquite Rodeo, man, that was a staple. Uh, but yeah, man, they, I can't... Uh, Go ahead. They always have the mud busting for all the little kids and stuff and all kinds of, <laughs> it's a good atmosphere, but I was always, did you ever, mud, said, did you hey. ever do it? Ever know no, mud busting for you? I, I would have killed the poor little lamb, but uh, it's uh a lot of kids do it over there, but I was always too big. They said, For those of you that don't know, mutton busting is uh, put the little kids on a sheep and bring them out of the bucking chutes. Not a, so they're not on a calf or anything like that. It's just a sheep, but yeah. it's pretty hilarious. Uh, it to is. Watch, but, hey, it's but great you're coming back for two games in a row. That's yes, kind of that's unusual. <laughs> yes, sir, I am. I wanted to come back next week, too. And um, I think there's some kids coming in, and I wanted to meet those guys and see the Ohio State game, too, obviously. So. Oh, that's well, great. Well, it's sold out. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. it's going to be crazy. So we're trying to figure out all the rental car stuff and all that. But I think the recruiting service will take care of that. So Absolutely. Should be well, good. Man, cannot wait to uh, see you and get up here. Hopefully uh, uh, you and Angelo will get to talk some when you get up here. That, I'm sure that they, he'd love that. And, Charlie, uh, I'm going to give you guys, yeah, give you guys great, uh, your info. But, man, it be has been a spectacularly fun day. And, Angelo, you and Josh – took it over the top charlie usually takes it over the top great but you two guys have just blown it up what a great show man i can't thank all of you enough it was incredible uh, thanks to everyone listening a little more importantly man without you guys we uh, wouldn't be anywhere but thanks to john the producer as well but charlie josh and uh, angelo it's been fun man and i uh, look forward to doing this again sometime i appreciate you all guys right. thanks a lot yeah, guys. i appreciate it Talk thanks to guys later. nice to see you all okay. Everyone else, go out and have themselves a great day, and we'll be back tomorrow to do it all again. And uh, until then, I'm Jim Coyle. I will see you on the radio. Awesome. Was that? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.